Hello, my loves, and welcome to the Divine Intuitive Podcast. I am your host, Marissa Rose, and today we have a special guest, Anita. Anita, how are you? I'm awesome. I was just telling her how it feels like a Sunday today. It's like, I don't know, it feels like a Sunday, but I also feel like it's a Monday because I've been productive too, and I know you just said that you have, so I'm, I'm super excited today. That's awesome. All right, so tell us a little bit of where you're from, what's your niche. Yeah, of course. So my name is Anita Aguilar. I am the host of the Makeup Mentor Podcast for now before we rebrand. Marissa, I don't know if I told you that. I'm going to change my whole entire podcast. So I'm like so nervous. But um, I am actually based out of San Diego, California. I met Marissa on TikTok. And I am a money mindset coach. So I teach people about law of attraction, how it applies to money and that see it, believe it, receive it. You can do that with money too. And I just simply teach other people how to do that. That's so awesome. So how did you like get into that field? Oh gosh, it's such a long story. So like, I like telling the struggles. (laughs) I know, right? Like I love telling the struggles because it's just like, I, I, I just don't want anybody to see me in my position or even like you in your, your successful position. It's like, sometimes we see people, we put them on a pedestal and be like, oh my gosh, they've never struggled or anything before. So like, I love telling the back end of the story because I'm like, y'all, this is why I get so excited <laughs> to teach about this. Because in, in my journey, I was just so stuck in like the hustle grind mentality like I I just really grew up with truly believing that I had to work really really hard to make money and even when I was in a position where like I was making a lot of money like I just felt like I couldn't stop working because if I did then I wouldn't make enough right and I knew that I wanted to be a millionaire like the like a very very young age you know and so, you know, you just have this idea that, you know, you got to work extra hard, you got to put in the extra hours. And like, I still somewhat go by that, not, you know, there's still a lot of hustle and grind to it, but it's just a lot different. So um, my story specifically is that when I first started out in just more of an entrepreneurial world in general, I was actually working five different jobs all at one time. I wow. had a, yeah, I had an office job. And then I had, so I had an office job Monday through Friday. I'd get done at like three and then I would go home really fast and then I would go get ready for school. It would start around four. And I, sometimes I wouldn't even get done with school until like eight or nine o'clock at night. And then I would go drive for Postmates after. I'd be like, oh, well, you know, I'm already out. So let me do a drive. And I'd wake up and just do the whole thing over. And then on the weekends, I bartended. And then I was also in the Army National Guard, and I was trying to do makeup at any time that I could. Like on the week, week, the weekend, I would try to squeeze in like makeup jobs. But you know, like my my actual goal was to become a makeup artist, but it was very ironic because I was putting everything else first instead <laughs> of like you know actually doing the makeup. So, so that, that's like a little bit of like where I started. Um, but I, I don't know, I'm trying to like think back to the time when I like really, really became woke. <laughs> <laughs> well, how would you describe it? I don't know. How do you describe it? With being woke? Um, 
like it's just yeah I don't know like it's complicated to say I guess like everyone has a different timing of being woke right mm. so I think for everyone it's going to be different yeah like that definitely hit me at a time that uh, you know when it happens you're like dang I wish I would have known about all this stuff earlier but yeah yeah it was definitely like a like a light switch moment and um and I was actually listening to a book it's called you are a badass at making money by Jensen Chero I live by this book I've re-listened to it over and over again I'll probably re-listen to it again because you know it never gets old when you listen to the same book over because you're just going your different parts in your life, you know? Um, so anyway, I was listening to this book and on chapter five, if you guys have read it or if you have it, or if you haven't yet, um, chapter five, there's a story about a girl named Anita. Her name in the book was Anita. And I was like, holy shit. I just get so obsessed when I even hear my name. Cause I don't feel like my name is that like, you know, general, um, so anyway, Anita wanted to quit her job, her office job, which is where I was at, and start her own business, but she didn't feel comfortable doing that unless she paid off her house and her like her mortgage, which was $60,000. So she started learning about the law of attraction and, you know, just visualizing this number, putting like sticky notes everywhere, um, believing it was coming to her, saying her affirmations, and just all of the stuff that we identify as woo, but it is definitely not. So I'm going to, I'll go back to that. But <laughs> anyway, so she does all this stuff and then she sits in her bed and she like, is like literally on the verge of like giving up. And she was like, oh, this doesn't work and all this stuff. And then she remembered that her grandfather gave her a stock like it's when she was like in high school or whatever. And she completely forgot about it. And she went into her closet to look for the paper and it was sitting right on top. She didn't even have to look for it. Yeah. Um, and then she looked, or obviously she don't know anything about stocks and all that stuff. So she called the lady the next day and the stocks sold for $60,000 to the T. Um, the day that she wrote down when she wanted to manifest that money by. So that story just moved me and I was like, oh, oh my gosh. Like I just, it honestly made me cry and I didn't know why. Uh, but now I know why, because like I had that physical reaction is because it actually ties to my story. And if it resonates with you guys, it ties to your story too. Like if you get chills or, you know, your eyes get watery, whatever it is. Um, yeah. And then, so like I, that was when I first became aware, woke, and I just became really obsessed. I actually, I didn't meet her. I mean, I guess I did meet her, but like I went to um, DC and I actually drove there for one night so I could meet Jen Sincero and ask her the question about manifesting money. That's awesome. How was that for you? Like, Oh God, I'm so I don't think I've felt that kind of fear in a like, you know, it's like one thing when you're like scared, but like when your body like physically like reacts, it's kind of like, like, yes, I was nervous to get up there and like talk to people because like I'm the type of person, like I'm pretty outgoing and all this stuff, but it's like, I used to go and like, um, 
you know, go to concerts. Like I drive like five hours for a concert and all that stuff. Like I love concerts. I love music, you know? Yeah. Um, but like this specific time after hearing that story and just even listening to the whole book, I was like, oh my gosh, she's going to be in DC. And I was in Virginia. Where, where are you at again? You're in, I'm in Canada. Canada. Oh my gosh. I, I forgot. I just attract so many people from Canada. I love it. I love Canada. I always say that. Um, anyway, so I drove to DC for one night, five hours. Well, four hours there, five hours back. Cause it takes longer, but, um, and you get there and it's like this huge, like, it almost looks like a church. I couldn't remember what it was, but it, like the seats were like super high up, kind of like an opera or whatever. And like, there's just so many people, but it's like such a tight area. And so like, she has like people up there going questions because it was a book tour and I don't even like read books. So like, it's so funny because people were like asking questions like so properly. And then I was literally the last person to get up to ask a question. And I wasn't going to do it um, until the girl next to me, who I had kind of been chatting with, she's like, I'm going to go up there. And I was like, oh. And when she did that, I was like, fuck, I got to go too. So (laughs) I got up there and I thought, you know, I'd be less nervous when I got up there. And I was just shaking. Like my hand was like literally like, you know, like my whole body, like I felt like I was going to cry. And like, I don't know, like I just, my my body was just so overwhelmed. And I was like, I'm so nervous. That's literally what I said (laughs) in front of all the people. And then, you know, I couldn't even get my question out. I was like, in the book, you said about 10,000, like this girl manifested. And I was trying to ask her, like, how do you get super like clear or like, because like, let's say you spend this goal for like $10,000, right? And you, obviously we need to believe that it's going to happen in order for it to manifest. And so like the closer that the goal got, like the time frame that I said it was going to manifest, the more anxiety that I got. And I was like, well, how do you like believe it's going to come more even when, even when the timeline, like timeline's crunching? And she said, she looked at me and she said, did you know that I wrote all of my books in three and a half weeks? And I was like, holy fuck. And she was like, it's because I had eight months to do it. And I waited until the seventh month and to actually get started like that time crunch you know yeah and she's like but when you have that urgency that time frame and your back is against the wall like you're gonna do whatever it like takes and so pretty much what she told me is like um just having this like tenacity but also like staying open and receptive to the money coming to you through multiple ways. So that was like the number one thing that I took is like, we have the power to make anything happen. Like if you wanted $10,000, you can get $10,000, right? Um, it's just that a lot of times that when it doesn't happen the way that we want it to, like it comes up through a loan or maybe it comes through like borrowing or something, you, your ego just gets in a way. And it's just like, you still have the money though. You know, I don't know. There's just different things that like I've learned from that day. Oh, wow. That's, that's a, that's a lot. That's a big story you have right there. <laughs> oh my gosh. I have awesome. so many stories. I don't even know where to like cap it at. I love stories. I want to hear more about them. So your, my next question is what does energetic alignment feel like or look like to you? Oh, this is such a good question. <laughs> oh, I think even like us is an example. You know, because like we 
or I, we, you could just feel like if you guys are listening to this right now, it's like, <laughs> we just vibe, you know, like, I don't know. We just like, um, like energetic alignment to me is what feels good <clears throat> because a lot of times what we do <clears throat> is that we take paths that are like, you know, maybe easier or maybe you see a job that you hate, or maybe you're just making this decision out of ego, not because it feels good. And then it feels out of alignment, AKA it makes you feel heavy. It makes you feel tired. It makes you feel exhausted. But it's like when you get not only around people who are operating at the same frequency as you, like, obviously like we're in, in tune just even the fact that like how we met you know like you attract people by your vibration and when you start to operate at a higher frequency you not only attract people you attract places you attract things opportunities money when you're more in alignment and what when you're doing stuff that feels good so like i specifically try to help people a lot like have businesses right um and it's just always about finding the path of least resistance, not like the, necessarily the easiest path, path, but it's what feels good to you. That makes sense. It makes sense to me. <laughs> yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's awesome. I could definitely like feel a vibe with you. Like it just, I don't, I can't explain it. It's like, it feels good, right? It's like happiness. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of joy. Yeah, I guess that's the best way I could explain it. <laughs> yeah, it's like you spot it, you got it, you know, and I think it's beautiful to like, I think it's really important to find people who match your frequency because, you know, even if I were to tell my dad about all the stuff that I'm telling, you know, that we're talking about today, he just does, he's not at that frequency. This isn't something that he would have interest in. It's like someone telling me about golf. I don't really like know too much about golf, but it's like <laughs> when you find people that like vibe with you and you get excited with you and know, like, you know, the things that you're going through and even the bad times too. I don't know. I think it's really important to just vibe with people. So true. I agree with that. All right. So my next question is, how do you balance your business with your personal life? Ooh, this is, I get so excited about these questions. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'll tell you a couple of different things. Like I like to explain like practical, I'm doing quotations guys here, practical versus energetic because everything intertwines, but I know that I have two different audiences, the people who are like either um, still kind of skeptical about this stuff, or there's people who are just completely woo. And the thing is that you have to be a balance of both, right? You can't be completely off the grid, but you also can't be um, so practical that you can't see, you know, something that before it actually happens. So um, how I balance my personal life is first things first, obviously, I talk, I teach a lot about money is that I make my personal goals and then I make my money goals. And the reason why I want to point that out is because a lot of times we think that money is going to change everything. You know, when I have this $10,000 or when I make a hundred K or when I manifest, you know, the lottery or whatever, <laughs> that everything will change. And it's not true. So what I, I always, and I've always done this even before I started teaching about this is that I would just make lists of things that I want to do, things that I physically want, you know, new bed set, or maybe it's like a house, or maybe it's going to concert or, you know, whatever it is, that's going to make me excited. Um, and then I just put my money goals around it, like how much would I need to have X, Y, and Z. 
Um, and I think that's really important because one, you're giving that money purpose um, and money likes to be told where to go. This is more of the energetic things is that like when people set goals and they're like, I want $10,000 and there's no like real like passion or desire, you know, behind it, like it'll come, but just probably not as fast as you think it is because there's not a lot of urgency. There's not, there's nothing like telling you, you that it's okay if you don't have it, you know? Um, so then the other part of this is um, just mentally clocking in and out. So I'm really, really big on my morning routine. And honestly, I just had a really like fun past weekend with my sister because she like had this body competition. We went to LA, we hung out with a bunch of friends, you know, but we were in a hotel and I was like, just not in like my regular routine of not looking at my phone or, and I usually journal every morning. I do meditation every morning, but when I was like there this weekend, you know, like you're with everybody and you just kind of pick up on their habits. So I'm like looking at my phone, maybe working out if I have chance, maybe meditating, you know? And when I got back home, you just realize that like, gosh, I don't do this stuff because I have to, I do it because it makes me feel good. And it really literally recharges me. And like even being away from people, um, so I meant to like my morning routine is a really huge thing. And then also, uh, just mentally clocking out is huge because what I used to do all the time is, you know, you kind of get stuck in that mentality that I was talking about in the beginning of like, you got to put in 12 hours every single day. And honestly, the stuff that I work on, like even stuff like this, like podcast, um, I could do this all day, literally all day. Um, but in even working on stuff, but what would happen is that like, I wouldn't put a cap on the time that I would be like working on my business and that kind of stuff. And then I just like miss out on so much stuff or maybe like, I don't know, like wasn't really working on my personal life and all this stuff. And so it's like, what's it all, what's the money and the, all this stuff for, if you don't really get to enjoy it. So now I strictly clock out 12 at five o'clock. I don't take any calls past then. I don't like, I try not to like message people even back on Instagram. Um, and I just like have more fun, you know? And I think that's helped a lot because you get more done in a shorter time frame than if you have all day anyway. I agree. Like my, when I clock in my like day is like 10 till two. And oh, then that's such a good time. Frame. Right. Um, yeah. And then for the rest of the day, I just, do whatever I feel like doing, right? And it just feels so good. So yeah, definitely like have that balance, right? <laughs> so important. It's so important. So my next question is, what do you think about love and what does it mean to you? Oh my gosh, this is a good question. Because <laughs> I'm like, I don't know, gosh. Um, I guess when I think of love, I think of unconditional love. I think of um, like loving someone or something, whatever, just how it is. And it's it's really funny for me to say this out loud right now because it's like, we're, you know, we're the hardest on ourselves. It's always easier to teach it than it is to like learn it. So I'll, I'll be honest, I'm like, this is probably one of the ones that I'm working on the most. Um, 
but it's like it's kind of like when you have a friend who's like just so beautiful like just so pretty she can have whatever she wants all the guys like her and then she just like one sticks to the guy who's just like a complete douche and then she just like talks down on herself the whole time it's like oh i hate my body i hate my lips or oh i don't think i'll ever get married and you're just like what and you're like that's crazy because like you know you just like see them in a different light you know oh somebody's gonna love the way that they sing in the morning or the the way that they the funny jokes that they tell like you know and you just kind of miss that when you when we look at ourselves so when i think of love i think of loving something or something exactly for what it is i like that and so with the money mindset that you do how does love play a role in that like what's the frequency with that Mm, i think it's like because when when we talk about money a lot and you're in the 31 days of fun so you know this that's like building a relationship and just kind of like just knowing like that money loves me like money you know that's an affirmation that's very very popular money loves me and it's always always flowing my way money loves me but it's like if you go back to even what i just said like unconditionally money loves me whether i'm working or not you know whether i have makeup on or not whether i'm you know reaching out to clients every day like i just know that no matter what i do it loves me and it's always coming back to me and i just have this healthy healthy relationship and even when it's gone right like if you if you have a spouse or someone like they go on a, a business trip and you're like who are you or who you're with? What are you doing? You know, that you're telling yourself that you don't trust, trust it. And then um, it's the same thing. Like, you know, that it's coming back because it loves you. I love that. That's so beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So my next question is, what is the thing um, you do for yourself weekly or monthly? Honestly, I love I just love having fun and like I like have a have a like part of, it's part of my personality type that I want to learn about more but um <clears throat> I have FOMO so fear of missing out so like COVID it wasn't really that bad because nobody was out really doing anything no nobody's going to the bars nobody's like you know having events and all that kind of stuff but if I have a weekend where I don't have anything planned I'm like oh I'm so bored I don't know what to do <laughs> and then I get and I get tempted to like work um so like what I do on a monthly basis, actually on a kind of more consistent basis now, is that I just like get together with my friends. Like I, I, I truly feel like I manifested my little group that I have, um, like kind of like that sex in the city, like kind of like group, you know, <laughs> we're all doing our own things. We're all like kind of succeeding in our own ways. And then we just like go to paint night where we drink wine and we paint or we'll go to um on a hike or we'll go to the pool and have a pool party whatever it is um I think it's so fun to just like clock out and just like vibe with other people who one are excited for the things that you're doing but also keep me grounded like yeah I'm not like always talking about business all the time I also really love comedy I love going to comedy shows and concerts and stuff like that but I'd say the thing that I do on more on a consistent basis is like make plans with a group of friends that's awesome I like that and is that like for you is that something that 
you kind of take care of yourself in that way. Like it makes you feel good just being around friends. Yeah, that's my that's my motivator. Um, like, because I am a people person, and like I like I literally recharge from getting around like people. Um, so yeah, I would say so. But I also spend a lot of time with myself too. Like, um, I I go to the park a lot. There's a I used to live by because I live in San Diego, I used to live by Balboa Park, which is like literally one of the biggest parks in the U.S. And I would go there and just like look at the flowers and just like listen to podcasts and tune out. Like I love listening to podcasts and watching movies. I'm such a big movie person. Like I don't even care if anyone's like, if you want to be successful, don't watch TV. And I'm like, I literally don't care. I could watch movies all day long. Um, But I also like, um, like I'm the type of person I would go to, I would go out to eat by myself or I would go to a bar by myself. Like I, I love hanging out with myself. I, I really do. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. I love that. I should do that more often with myself. <laughs> it's, it's, it's actually so fun. You know, and people are so scared of being lonely and I'm like, that's because you don't really like who you're hanging out with. So you need to hang out with that person more. <laughs> Okay, I do have to say, though, what movies do you like to watch? Like, what's your favorite movie? <laughs> oh, my favorite, I'd say, are thrillers. Oh, I try to be, I, I don't like, like, scary movies. Like, not even, like, scary, like, um, more of, like, horror movies. I, I hate horror movies. I'm not a big <laughs> horror. I, every now and then I'll watch, like, paranormal ones because I think they're interesting and I know they freak me out. But it freaks me out too much because I'm like, no, I don't want to know. I don't want to know. Um, but my favorite movie are thrillers and stuff based on true stories. So I watched, like, even stuff on Netflix. I just got done watching, um, oh, what's it called? Something, Serpent? The Serpent? Yeah, I've heard of it. I haven't seen it yet. Oh, girl, it's so <laughs> scary. Like, stuff like that. Because it's based on true stories. It's like... He's a serial killer, but he's also like really attractive. And it's like this, ooh, it's like, it's so creepy. I love, I love to watch stuff like that. Or I, I like romantic comedies and I'm such, a, the cheesiest movies ever. Like, it's so funny. I just like yelling at the TV. It's so funny. Okay, so a few things. With paranormal activity, <laughs> this is the thing that I do. Okay, because, like, I'm an intuitive medium and stuff, right? Oh, yeah. So I have, like, before watching, like, The Conjuring and stuff like that, I have to sage my house. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, I'm my like, gosh. Yeah, I don't want nothing coming in. And have you heard of that movie, um, Crazy, is it Crazy Rich? Asians? <gasps> yeah, yeah. <gasps> oh, I love that movie. Uh, yeah, I love movies like that. Oh, it's so funny. I love it. It's like the perfect romantic comedy. Right? Oh, I love it. All right. So my next question is, what advice would you give to the audience listening to this podcast right now? Um, I guess it just kind of depends. Like, I, I'll, I'll give a general, like, advice because obviously every single person that's listening right now is listening for a reason um and you probably clicked on the same saying something about money so I like to just give people advice about never let money be the reason or never let money be the reason why you do or don't 
do something. So like kind of going back to the beginning of the story, like where I had jobs that I hated, like if I already had money, I wouldn't have been working at those jobs. Um, so like that for the things that you would do, or even sometimes it's like temptation of like, Oh, a really, well, it's a really nice salary raise, but I really wanted to quit this job and start my own business. That's another example, right? Even it's not like negative, it's something good, but it's just not serving you. And then a lot of times people take those opportunities and they're like, um, out of scarcity because they're like, oh, I don't want to pass up on this opportunity, but really somebody else was manifesting that. And then you just blocked it from coming to them because you were scared. And then you're taking action of like a low frequency, like out of fear. Um, and then on the second hand of that, never let money be the reason why you don't do something. So, um, honestly, the reason why I started becoming a money mindset coach is because I've invested like literally thousands, probably close to 50,000. Okay. Maybe $40,000 like in my mindset and just like coaches and mentoring and courses. Like I'm just obsessed with this world. Um, and just other people helping other people. And it's like, I just see it so many times where people are like, I really want to work with this person, but it's X amount of money. And I can speak from experience. Like I want, no, on a practical level, it's a, like, I know from a practical level, it's like the information in there. It's like all the answers that you've been looking for. And then two, on an energetic level, is that every single person has somebody that they align with, right? Like um, the people who work with me, I'm like that person that they resonate with. People that you work with, people who resonate from the messages that you say, even if we're saying the same thing, you know, like, and the same thing with my coaches and my mentors. Like I've a lot of people teach the same stuff, but there's only certain people that, you know, we've been attracted to. So I think it's um, not only like that kind of world, but it's also like, don't let money be the reason why you don't move out of your house or get out of a toxic relationship, you know, because the money will come because you're taking action out of what feels good. And you actually attract more money when you do what feels good. I love that advice. You know, when I kind of see my younger self, I kind of wish someone said that to me, right? Mm. I'm not sure about you, but for me, that was like, I was like, I wish I could go back and. <laughs> I know, yeah. I know. And I think it's, yeah, that's why I think it's so beautiful when people do the work now. Like, it doesn't matter how old you guys are listening, but like, but if you have children or you plan on having children, like even like my nieces and my nephew, like I literally flew to Georgia just for my, my niece and my nephew's birthday because, um, because they're five and seven years old. And, you know, you're, you're very, probably very aware of this, but like when you're a baby all the way up until you're seven years old, you're developing your beliefs about the world. And so, I just think it's so important to like feed, you know, experiences and positivity and just like, you know, these things like at those ages um, and people are learning from what you do, not, not by what you say, you know? Yeah. Awesome. All right. So lastly, where can the audience find you? Yay. Um, so you can find me obviously on TikTok. That's where we started. Um, <laughs> uh, and I don't even know, I feel like I might be rebranding. So like, I, actually it won't be for another couple months, but if you're listening to this right now, um, 
you can find me at Makeup Mentor Podcast on TikTok. Same thing for Instagram. You can find my podcast on Makeup Mentor Podcast. So my podcast is specifically right now for like makeup artists who are starting their own business, but it's shifting right now. So even like the solo episodes, like even if you're not a makeup artist, you can resonate where you can already tell that we're like not ever talking about makeup. But um, I have a, I have that. And I also have a three-day manifesting money workshop. So that's kind of like the thing that um, has been blowing up on TikTok. It's just been like for all the people who are very, very new into uh, money mindset, some of the things that we're talking about. And I just give XYZ, um, XYZ examples of how you do that. And then the 31 days of abundance is the one that you were in, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. So if anybody hears this and um, they want to manifest money, obviously more on autopilot and learn how to really, really get into those subconscious beliefs about when they were children and where everything really started. Um, I like to reward people who take that leap. Um, The course is $33.33, but I want to gift um, that book that I was talking about, the book, the Jensen Shiro. Yeah. So if anybody signs up from your link, I, I will give them that book because I I literally think everybody in the world should listen to that book. I have what, like two of her books. Oh, and I'm like, yes. I'm I'm just so happy you talked about her. I love it. (laughs) Isn't she great? She's literally the best. Even if it's audiobook. Like I, I listen to audiobooks a lot because I'm just slow at reading, but (laughs) actually I've taken the time to take an hour out of my day to read a book wow yes <laughs> so i'm gonna reread hers soon but yeah yeah awesome Ooh, i love that i'm gonna add that to my part time <laughs> awesome well thank you so much for coming on this podcast of course so go check out her 31 abundance course Thank you for listening. Now we are just going to do a little meditation and a few oracle card pulls for the next two weeks. So I want you to get comfortable, sit down, lie down on a bed and just relax your mind, get comfortable and close your eyes and I want you to take three deep breaths breathe in breathe out breathe in breathe out one more time breathe in and breathe out And I want you to envision that you are outside, sitting on a blanket. At nighttime, there's stars, there's a full moon out, and this full moon is radiating its light on your body. How does this radiation feel like to you? The full moon represents on letting go of what no longer serves you. So what is the one thing or two things or more that you feel like that you need to let go of today? 
really feel in this full moon energy. Focus on your heart chakra. Is there anything that you need to let go in your heart chakra? Is there anything that you need to let go in your root chakra or in any other chakras or more? What do you feel like you need to let go of? Really feel in this emotion. What emotions are you feeling? Sadness, anger. Really breathe it in and feel in this feeling and just let it out. Let it go. Give it to the full moon. Give it to your guides. Let them take this fear, sadness, and anger. Now I want you to take three more deep breaths. Breathe in and breathe out. Breathe in and breathe out. One more, breathe in and breathe out. And I just want you to take this moment to appreciate and love yourself for doing this work, for letting go of what no longer serves you in this moment. And now I want you to slowly wake up your body, tap your body, slowly open your eyes. How do you feel right now? Do you feel like a weight has been lifted? Just go on for the rest of your day feeling good about yourself and loving yourself. All right, so now let's do a few pull, card pulls for the collective. So I am using the Work Your Light Oracle card by Rebecca Campbell. Absolutely love her cards. So the first card I got was Soul Family. So in what areas in your life right now do you need support on? Where do you feel like you need to feel safe? Call on your spirit family in the spirit realm. Ask for help to help guide you on this path you are on. Or do you have friends and family you can lean on for support? There is a lot of support coming towards you. Really just open up and let them in. And the second card for the next week is the warrior woman. So have you answered your deepest calling? Do you feel like you are fully aligned and on your right path? Where in your life makes you light up? What is the thing that you love about what you do. Focus on the things that make you feel happy, joyful, and loved. There is more coming into this world for you. And just open up to all this love that is currently coming towards you. And yeah. That is 
all of the everything that you needed to know today. <laughs> Thank you for everyone who is listening to this podcast. Thank you for listening to Anita and doing this meditation and listening to these oracle cards that I have for you. Take only take what resonates with you and all of her all of Anita's links will be down below and you can definitely go ahead and go talk to her. She is beautiful and she is amazing and I love that she is in my life right now. So <laughs> thank you for being here and I love you all. Have a beautiful day.